let's talk about some stuff. Hmm? What stuff? Uh, I don't know. Just whatever's tickling the neurons. Tickling the neurons. Well, first of all, I think we have to introduce ourselves. Do we? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think people want to know who we are? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Uh, I identify as a straight white male <laughs> named Christopher, who is... Wait, the... you identify as Christopher? I do. Why? Everybody else calls you Chris. I'm the only person that calls you Christopher. That's a good question. That's a good question. Maybe I do identify as Chris, because I... Everybody calls you Chris. Or do that you think true. you identify as Chris because everybody else calls you Chris? Well, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> so... My name's Marie, and obviously I have Christopher here. I'm the only person, the only human in the world who calls him Christopher. I was about to say, you are not the only human in the world. There's plenty of no, those. No. Okay. The only human who calls you Christopher, unless your wife is mad at you, then you're Christopher to her. Yes. Yes. But, you know, on a normal basis, everybody calls you... Chris. Chris, except for his mama, which is me. That's true. So, we decided to start this podcast... Because we like to have interesting conversations Mm -hmm. (laughs) where you get to teach me all kinds of new stuff to think about. True. Because all you do is research. That's true. Well, you play video games, but you also research. Yes, in between the matches when there's loading screens, I'm researching. (laughs) When you're on that AOL (laughs) (laughs) dial-up You'd be surprised how long it takes to log into a Warzone match. It takes a while. Does it really? Yeah. I did not know that. I can get like a solid paragraph and a half in, in between <laughs> just the loading screens. That's funny. And so I think because you like to research so much, and I don't, <laughs> I rely on you for all of my <laughs> new information. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or if that's a bad thing. It works. It works. It's I mean, it does. Once I see something and I'm like, what is that? I... It's going to bother me until I figure out what it is. It's true. And I love that about how your brain works because my brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> um, although I'm learning from you because your sister, Cassie, she's very much the same way. She is. Both of you guys, I don't know how I birthed two children who are researchers. Maybe it's just we were born at the cusp of the age of information and you were born before it. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. Okay. We had all of human knowledge at our fingertips pretty much from my earliest memory on. That is true. If it wasn't printed on paper and easily findable, easily found. Easily found. Before that. Findable. You know. (laughs) I was listening to somebody who was talking about how if you watch all the cool sci-fi movies in the 80s and before. Oh, yeah. There's a common theme where you always see flying cars or laser guns or spaceships that can go across the galaxy and everything and the common theme of all of that is that everyone was assuming that we were going to expand and have unlimited energy that was going to be our next big breakthrough is unlimited energy and we haven't gotten there yet we're still burning fossil fuels first of all 
you we both work at a school yeah. have you not watched those kindergartners i feel like there's a whole bunch of potential endless energy oh, right yeah. there but we need to figure out how to harness the energy draw it out of them and put it into some form of a warp drive uh, maybe put them on little hamster maybe wheels. that's what you- <laughs> while their kindergarten teachers are teaching them the abcs and their one two threes mm-hmm. right I think that's a great idea. I think you should research how that's done. <laughs> I think there's child labor laws I'd be breaking with that. <laughs> um, we're not paying them. It's true. Is that even worse? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Oh, so this is kind of how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to start each of our talks with an interesting story. Okay. Are you okay with that? Like you want me to? No, I'm going to tell you a story because you're going to be feeding me information, things Mm -hmm. that I don't have a clue about, Mm -hmm. and you're going to teach me something. Okay. So I figured the way I could, I don't know, add to the conversation besides my, huh, (laughs) is to add a fun story (laughs) or maybe an aggravating story or maybe just a story period. Okay. And I'm going to start today with a story mm-hmm. about Walmart. I'm on the edge of my seat. Are you? Mm-hmm. Actually, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know how I like to do my online ordering with Walmart? Yes. And I, because I live <laughs> on the third floor, mm-hmm. I don't like to carry groceries up three flights of stairs. Mm-mm. So I pay somebody else to do that. Hashtag relatable. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Mm -hmm. Okay, so yesterday, probably around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I created an order from Walmart. Mm -hmm. And you know I've had some issues with this whole delivery system anyway. Mm -hmm. But nothing tops what I had happen yesterday. Walmart, you better be listening. I know, because let me tell you, I wrote a scathing report. (laughs) Well, I mean, I used proper language. I didn't, you know... Make up words or anything? No, I didn't do that. But let's just say it has never been as bad. Mm. So not to put Walmart on blast or anything, this is just my own personal experience, and I totally understand that. Maybe everybody else out there has these great, wonderful experiences. (laughs) But... (laughs) I just have to tell you because I haven't told you about this. So here's what happened. Mm -hmm. Put in my order. Pick a time for it to be delivered between 6 and 7 p.m. yesterday. Okay? Reasonable. Right? Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, sure. So I'm looking at my ring, waiting to see. Here it is after 6 o'clock. I look at the app. It says it's still being processed. And I'm like, okay, well, it's 6.30. So (laughs) you got 30 minutes to get me my food. They were going to bring it like to your door. That's what they always do. They oh, always bring it to my door. I think I missed that. That's nice. I, like I mean, that. that's why I said they walk the three flights up. You got to pay an extra fee for that? No. Really? Yeah. It's grand. I might look into that. Well, it depends on how the story goes. <clears throat> well, let me tell you. You want to hear the rest of the story. I think there's like a, an initial, like, almost like a club fee oh, so okay. that you can do stuff like this. Right. Um, but... I'm regretting 
investing. right now. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. So 6.30 rolls around. My groceries, it said that it was still, like, being processed. Mm-hmm. And they would let me know. 7 o'clock rolls around. Still nothing. is still being processed. 7.30 rolls around. It's still being processed. What in the world? And I was like, okay, that's a little weird. So at 7.45 last night, I call... Because I know which Walmart store it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So I called the Walmart location and I said, hey, put in an online order. It's 745. It was supposed to be here between 6 and 7. Right. What's up? The guy on the phone in the online ordering department says to me, well, yeah, I sent the guy to the wrong address. <laughs> I'm sorry, you did you 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 sent the guy to the wrong address, which is really weird because the labels have my address on it. Right. Right? And why does it still say processing? So I said, okay, because the money has already come out of my account. Right. And they kept it, right? Like they didn't <clears throat> drop it off at that address? Like give I don't know. somebody free stuff? I have no idea. Oh Lord. He says lit, yeah, and I like can't get a hold of the driver, so <laughs> and I said Okay, so you know that this happened. Are you going to then, am I going to get my order tonight? He goes, well, it's getting kind of late, so probably not. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry. So you make a mistake, and I can't have my groceries. He said, I'm a little tired, to be honest. It was like almost $60 worth of groceries. That guy was halfway to Canada with his free groceries. That's what happened. (laughs) So this morning... So, this morning I wake up to an email from Walmart saying, hey, your order has been delivered. (laughs) So, I go outside and I'm like, there's no Walmart delivery here. And I called the store and um, they put me in touch with the online ordering Mm -hmm. department again. And it rang and rang and rang and it finally ended up going back to customer service to the woman who answered the phone in the beginning and i told her i I said yeah i'm looking for the online she goes they didn't pick up and i said no which is why i'm back here with you and she goes let me call somebody Mm -hmm. still nobody picked up she picks up the phone again she goes did anybody get a hold of you and i said no i'm just still here waiting and she goes Okay, and I said, look, I'm frustrated. I told her the whole story, and she goes, let me get a manager. Mm-hmm. So she got a manager. Within the hour, I had all my groceries. No kidding. No kidding. And she goes, I'm going to research um, the guy you spoke to on the phone last night because that is not how I do business. I cannot believe somebody said that to you last night. And I said, yeah, and it's not the first problem I've had doing this online ordering thing with Walmart. But, I mean, to just blatantly, I was so upset last night because somebody just blatantly said, I made a mistake, and it sucks to suck. Yep. Sorry. Sucks for you. He's probably in his PJs at home, working from home, just the phone rings, and you interrupted his Netflix time. It's probably what happened. He was like, look... No, he was at right the now. store. He was at the store? Yes. They they are at the store. Oh, processing these orders and getting them out the door. He's like, yeah, it was crazy busy here, and, you know, I just sent the guy to the wrong address. Like, he he didn't care. Oh, my goodness. 
I was very perturbed. Perturbed. And that is our SAT word of the day, guys. <laughs> so that's my story. Mm, I say we all boycott Walmart. I mean, I, t- I told them I don't want to do business with them again like that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to do it ever again. And I put that in my scathing report. Scathing. There's your second. Scathing. SAT word number two. Yes. You added extra exclamation points. I did. Mm-mm-mm. So. You learn who, who to trust and, not, and who not to trust these. You know? I don't trust Walmart. I, I certainly don't blame you. I mean, I used to. I mean, I like how cheap they are. <laughs> That's how it goes. Until they turn around and they hurt you. Until they do this to me. That's so rude. Mm. So. Well, I will not be going to Walmart for at least... 12 hours? 12 hours. <laughs> They're going to learn their lesson. I mean, I'll probably still shop Walmart. I'm not going to sit here <laughs> I and I am sitting lie. there going like, man, they bring it to your door, though? <laughs> yes, they bring it. They drop it right outside my front door. But the thing is, like this morning, they didn't ring my doorbell to let me know it was there. Is it in bags? Like they went yeah. shopping? Like somebody went shopping? And- yeah. What if you have ice cream or something? I did have ice cream. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I got you some mint chocolate chip ice cream. No, well, is it, is it, did it melt? It's in the freezer. Oh, so it's like refrozen now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I'll accept. I know you will. Cause, and then I bought some more magic shell, too. Oh, Lord. The magic of magic shell. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, that's my story. And you're sticking to it. And I'm sticking to it. I don't blame you. Screw Walmart. Right? You know, they say time is relative. Yeah, that's what they say. Maybe he was just closer to a object of higher mass than you were. And time was exp- was running differently for him than for you. And even it was an though honest I told, mistake. Even though I told him what time it was for me? Time is relative. I don't know. You're going to have to explain that to me more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sure. Oh, you're really going to explain it to me more? I mean, I'll try. I'm no Stephen Hawking. Einstein. You're close to Einstein. Wow. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Blasphemy. You're a smart kid. Sure. Sure. I'm sorry. That. I accept it. Okay, thank I you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. But to equate mine with his is a bit disrespectful. Well, you don't know that. Uh, yeah, maybe. Have you sure. had your intelligence tested? Every well, day. Actually, you have. Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day of my life. Okay, but these are just commoners who are testing <laughs> your skills. I mean, they said the same Peasants. thing about Einstein, so Peasants. I just want you to know that. Einstein's the guy who, in well discovered or first theorized about relativity general, is he really special general rel, special relativity and general relativity wait okay i'm sorry so not only do we have relative what, what, what is it called again relativity special relativity and general we relativity, have a special and a sure. general mm-hmm. i think or maybe it's the same thing and they just both are different names for the same that part i'm not 100 percent sure on because it's kind of weird and spooky. I like spooky. It's a little spooky. Give me the spooky. Okay. Well, you know E equals MC squared? I've heard that. That has something to do with it, apparently. I don't know how to figure that out, but... <laughs> that is his relativity 
energy equals mass times is Something c squared twice. is like the, the speed of light squared i think is that what c squared is i think so i think c is the speed of light and it's squared mass or energy equals mass times the speed, speed of, light of light twice squared, which is pretty fast i think in an how empty how fast is the speed of light in an empty vacuum light travels 186,000 miles per second 186,000 miles per second i believe is what it is so what if it's not a vacuum well that depends because we don't live in a vacuum no we don't but it also depends if it's not a vacuum what is it filled with because that factor very varies into how much it slows down the light or even if it does i'm sure really Mm-hmm. i don't understand so i don't really know much about that part <laughs> <laughs> But what I can tell you is that time and space, according to Einstein, are the same thing. Two sides of the same coin. Time and space are the same? Time and space are the same. Two sides of the same coin. If I but told aren't they you, measured differently? Sure. Yeah. You can measure a lot of things a lot of different ways. But if I were to say, meet me at Kadoba, you would say, Kadoba. When? I would. Or if I said, hey, meet me at 7.30 p.m. tomorrow. I would say where? Right. You can't have one without the other. They're two sides of the same coin. Two sides Time of the same. Time and space. So are... one's a heads and one's a tail. Sure. You can think of it that way. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So if you have space, you have time. If you have time, you have space. Yeah. And what he came up with is that gravity, what gravity is, is essentially a... Pull, right? Or a a compression or... Well, I guess for gravity it would be like a compression, I guess. Do you remember those little... uh, You go to the mall and they had those little wells that you could put... Yeah, 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 the penny. coin in? Yeah. Well, imagine that same kind of thing. Or actually, here's a better way of saying it. I saw a really great video of a, a professor. He took a... A really like a sheet uh, with some spring to it and he pulled it real tight over a table oh you're talking like a a bed sheet kind of sort of like imagine if this was just a frame without anything here right okay like an open square and he put stretched like this uh spandex or something over it and if you took this cup and put it right in the middle like a trampoline it would sink down right yeah cause a depression in in space. The, yeah, okay. Fabric of space-time. So I'm thinking of a trampoline. Right. Like a trampoline. You put something heavy, like a planet, in the middle, it's going to create that gravity well, right? And oh. then if you have another planet or a moon or an asteroid, something that's just passing by, and it gets too close to that gravity well, it's going to get pulled into that gravity well. Okay, and that makes sense. Now, stuff like that is happening millions of times a second all over the entire universe because there's just so much everywhere you know there's planets stars there's billions and billions of stars billions and trillions of planets i didn't know this i just learned this recently they didn't even know that there were other planets out there for sure until like what like 12 years ago 
What do you mean? I mean, we I, I grew up learning that there were nine planets in our solar system. Outside of our solar system. Oh, so you're talking outside of the solar outside system. Outside our solar okay, system. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. That is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Even though Pluto's still not a planet, I think of it still as a planet. Well. Whatever. I guess. I guess we, I've heard, we thank Neil deGrasse Tyson for that one. That was his doing, I think. Well, I have some choice words for him. Do you know why they... Yeah, because it's a what? A, not a mini planet. What do they call it? It's a, it's a dwarf planet. Dwarf planet. That's the word. Because they had a certain criteria for what right made a planet, and that changed because they ended up finding somebody else found something in the Kuiper Belt, which is the is it the Kuiper Belt or the or the Kuiper Belt. Isn't the Kuiper Belt the one that se- se- separates the terrestrial from the gas right. planets, yeah. right? Okay. It might have been that or the Oort cloud, which is a cloud of um, asteroids that completely encapsulates our solar system, almost in like a shell, because they're also caught in the gravity well of the sun. But that's the crazy thing, is what you're visualizing is that two-dimensional trampoline gravity well mm-hmm. but in space in reality you got to visualize it as a three-dimensional gravity well my brain hurts right now right <laughs> exactly and the crazy thing about that is is when you bend space like that yeah because time and space are the same thing you're also bending time but the effect is more pronounced and noticeable through the space aspect of it than the time aspect of it because we can see things getting pulled into that gravity well like a like an asteroid coming and hitting us or yeah. the moon caught in a in just the perfect little spot in that gravity well where it never falls where down it rotates what, around yeah. it's actually we're going to lose the moon because it's just at some point we're going to lose the moon it's going to escape from our no it's not yeah well eventually what's going to happen to the tides we won't have any <gasps> But I think that's, like, not supposed to happen for, like, a hot, hot minute. Like, okay. Like, you know, like, the sun's supposed to explode at some point, but not for, like, millions of years. But our sun's still relatively new. It's fairly young, yes, but it does have an expiration date. Well, yeah, because it's a star. Right. All stars have an expiration date. But. <laughs> I was thinking even the ones in California. <laughs> even the ones in California, they sure, they fight it. They fight it, but... Time marches on. <clears throat> yes, it does. But the crazy thing about that is, is so the higher, so like say, you ever, did you watch Interstellar, right? Did you watch Interstellar? Did I watch that one? With uh, Matthew McConaughey. I don't think I did watch that one. There was a crazy uh, sequence in that movie where they ended up really close to a, a black hole, which is about the densest you can get in the known universe you can't get any more dense what do you what okay so okay let me Mm -hmm. may i pause you okay so when you say dense and i understand what dent the word dense is correct but what do you mean are you talking about like all the stars the planets like stuff asteroids stuff everything that's out there is like just a tightly packed well it's like okay so we have earth and Earth is its size, right? And it has its own, its certain mass, which means it's <clears throat> this size because this amount of stuff is packed this tightly together. 
Correct. Right. Right. Now, if you were to take the same amount of matter that makes up Earth, mm-hmm. but press it even harder together, and to say, I don't remember what they said. I think they said if you took Earth, Earth's, all of Earth's matter, you'd have to condense it down to the size of like a baseball. If you could squeeze all of that into like the size of a baseball then it'd be so much mass on such a tiny... Imagine like a knife. If you're almost like it, something's mass, mass to size ratio, right. equate that to like the sharpness of a knife. The higher something's mass is, mm-hmm. compared to how much it's packed together into its size, so larger mass plus smaller size means right. sharper knife, which means you're going to pierce through the fabric of space-time or at least push it so far down because it's so heavy it's pulling that trampoline so far down mm-hmm. that it, it's the gravity well that it creates right even something going as fast as light can't make Penetrate it back it. out of that oh. once it goes into that well it can't make it back out because the amount the how deep that well is Are you mind boggled right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Overcomes how fast that light can go. Oh, wow. Because I, they had to, I mean, even like a rocket leaving Earth has to, they have to equate or do equations and stuff to figure out how much, for how heavy this thing is. Mm-hmm. We know that Earth's gravitational pull is about 17, or is it 14? You're, you're talking to the wrong person. 14.7. Uh, something I forget I learned this in school at some point you learned something in school I'm so proud right. of you <laughs> anyway I feel like I'm going off on a tangent that's okay you're allowed to I guess so but yeah so like the, the more massive something is the bigger of an indentation in that gra- in the space time fabric so why does it mess with time because though? they're the same thing so if you were to get say you're on a planet Look at this. So this is our galaxy, right? Okay. At the center of every galaxy, as far as we can tell, there's a supermassive black hole. Oh. That's what everything is swirling around. There's a black hole in our galaxy. Supermassive black hole at the very center. Not called the sun? I thought we swirled around the sun. That's our solar system. Oh. Our sun is like here, and our solar system revolves around that, while that revolves around <gasps> the supermassive black hole in oh. the center. Are but we getting pulled into the black hole? Everything is. That's what a galaxy is. It's basically a big toilet bowl for the for the universe. But only poo and gross stuff goes into the Not toilet bowl. Not in the universe. Everything goes in the... But here's... I misrepresented this. We're actually more... <clears throat> Like, because there's, like, those little arms where that spiral galaxy, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're more out here. Okay. Yeah, but okay, nevertheless... Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Everything eventually makes its way... Is going to swirl into the toilet bowl. So this is about as the most massive thing. Sorry, I just had a thought. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the galaxy is doing swirlies? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everybody. It's one big prank. That's why every time I hear that they're like, you know what... 
maybe this whole universe is just the science project for some alien kid in another <laughs> dimension, and he thought it would be just hilarious to have a universe full of just toilet bowls flushing <laughs> everybody down the drain. Oh my gosh, that's kind of interesting to think about, though. Mm-hmm. And then all of our galaxies uh-huh. are also moving. But they're moving with the expansion of the universe, which is actually, as far as they can tell, the only thing that is moving faster than the speed of light in the entire universe is the expansion of the universe itself. So it's expanding? Mm-hmm. Constantly. That's part of the evidence that points towards the Big Bang. It's the creation at the point of the origin point of the universe. You start with one little point, and when you explode, and you explode into nothing, you know... A void. Ain't nothing there to slow you down. So you just it's keep expanding. It's so hard to fathom and what's crazy, what that looks like. I know. And what's crazy is it's expanding oh, yeah. faster than the speed of light, which means at some point, as long as nothing happens in between now and then, at some point, every galaxy is going to expand and get so far away from each other and everything that the light from all the other galaxies will never be able to reach other galaxies. And anybody who still exists on a planet inside one of those galaxies will see nothing but inky blackness. So all the stars will disappear? Well, I guess maybe there'll be a lot less, because I guess you could still see the ones that are in your own galaxy. So all of the stars that we see up there now aren't just from our galaxy? Some of them are other galaxies. What? Mm-hmm. The closest one's Andromeda. I think technically you That's... can see it with the naked mm-hmm. eye. What? I think. And eventually we're on a collision course with that. With Andromeda. With another galaxy? Mm-hmm. So what happens if we crash into another galaxy? What's the what's gonna happen? <laughs> that does not give me much chaos hope. <laughs> at the very least. Okay, so what does that mean? Cosmic if, chaos. If two galaxies Okay, so my, my brain Imagine all those <clears throat> gravity wells inside of them. Okay, but you said in a unit okay, so the galaxy I'm trying to remember how which one's first the galaxy is smaller than the universe is that Mm -hmm. correct the galaxy is all of our solar systems put together all of our our local cluster everything that's revolving around our supermassive so our solar system is inside of our galaxy and how many solar systems are in our galaxy oh lord oh you don't know the answer to that okay maybe i want to know though right i'm sure it's a rough estimate how many Solar systems in the Milky Way. <laughs> He's looking this up right now. 5,000? There's 5,000? That have been discovered already. Solar systems? Mm-hmm. Do you know how they discover planets, other planets and solar systems and stuff? Oh, I was thinking it was satellites. Like, our satellites? Well, because don't they send... Like satellites up into space. We've sent probes. Oh, maybe that's the Voyagers. Those are those just got kind of blasted out. They've left our the. They've actually I think a couple years ago, twenty 
2019, 2018, something like that, I want to say, the first Voyager officially crossed out of the gravity well of our sun and is officially out of our galaxy, or our, our solar system. Are they still receiving information from it? A little bit. Most of it's not working anymore. They Because it's old. Right. And they put like a nuclear, little nuclear fusion or battery thing on there. And so it lasted a long time. Wow. But even if it sends a signal right now, you're not going to get that signal for... For forever. For a little bit. Okay. And eventually it'll go so far because signals are just another form of light wave. Right. Okay. So, so how do we discover other planets, other solar systems? It's pretty nifty. They pick a star and they point a, a telescope at it. It's got special light sensors on it, right? And it can sense, it can, it'll create like a graph of like steady light being emitted from that star. And then every once in a while, it'll just dip a little bit. And it'll dip again and stay like that. And then it'll dip again like that. That is a, those are planets passing in front of that star, blocking out a little bit of that light. And the bigger the dip, the bigger the planet, or whatever is something is orbiting. I mean, it could star. be an asteroid. Well, asteroids. Or it's not going to be that big. Mm-mm. If if it's big enough to to notice the dip to get that dip, then technically an asteroid that large is classified as a planet. Would be classified. You know, oh, okay. A rock in space that big would be classified <clears throat> as a planet. It'd be a terrestrial planet. And then they can take <laughs> other special little satellites and point at it. And then it's a little bit more sensitive. So when that planet crosses in front of that star and makes that little light dip, if a planet has atmosphere, then just around that little edge, right? Mm-hmm. Light passing through there will be affected differently than light passing that doesn't cross over that planet. So if they just look for that little little ring around uh-huh. it, and However that light comes through, it can affect it through its redshift, which as light travels, the farther it goes, the it's like a fish running out of steam, so then the wavelength gets bigger and bigger. Oh, gotcha. Bigger, yeah. And then it becomes red as we see it. And um, But depending on what they get from it, they can discern what the chemical makeup of that atmosphere is. Really? Mm-hmm. Because you know how sometimes if you see, if you ever get a chance to watch an asteroid shower, right? Yeah. Or a I meteor mean, shower. I mean, it's hard to watch them here, but if yes. If you can ever get a good view of one, yeah. sometimes you'll see them coming in through the atmosphere. Bur- burning up. Burning up different colors and stuff. Yeah, I've never seen that. Because the, it's a because of the certain nitrogen and oxygen that's in our atmosphere. Oh, so is that what they're looking for then? Uh, the yeah. different colors? And so if they can find oxygen, they can go they can go like, "Oh, we can clearly see that this this atmosphere is rich in oxygen." And that's one of the first things you need as far as we know for life to exist. So how many other earths have they discovered? Tons. What? Tons of other planets that would technically be classified as habitable. So then here's my question. Mm-hmm. If we've found all these planets that are habitable, mm-hmm. why are we trying to put people on Mars? Well, because those other planets are like light years away. Oh. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is even though 
This is another thing you have to take into account with this. Oh, my brain hurts. Say this planet is passing in front of a star that's 170 light years away. Or let's just say seven light years away, right? What's one light year? One light year is the distance that light can travel in one year, which is, so, one, it's a light, it's a big number, one light year, is 5.879 times 10 to the 12 power miles. Oh, that's a lot of miles. 9.5 trillion kilometers. Oh, wow. That's how fast light can travel in a year. So if something is one light year away, it is exactly that far away. If it's two light years away, you double that number. That's how many miles it is away. So when they see this light... It left that star. All those years ago. So if you were on another planet, <clears throat> you had a powerful enough telescope... Yeah. And you were, let's say, 170 million light years away from us, and you pointed your telescope back at Earth, you would see dinosaurs walking around on our surface. Now? Mm-hmm. Because what you're looking at is the light that left our Earth 175 million years ago. Huh? Right. And that doesn't even take time dilation into account. Time what? Time dilation. Because if you're that? in a completely different gravity well than us, and it's it's deeper and it's bigger, time oh. slows. Oh. Oh. So there are, my goodness. in theory, pockets all around our universe, bubbles, you could say, where time isn't even moving the same as it is in our little bubble. Oh. The closer you get to the center of our galaxy, the slower time will run. Because of the... Supermassive black hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you ever, even if we could create spaceships that could take us there, I don't, I don't even know how to explain to you the problems that would arise just from the time dilation by itself. I mean, just imagine, you think, oh, let's just fly over here and then fly back. Time is flowing differently in each one of those places. So time is slower here mm -hmm. than it is here, correct? Mm -hmm. So even though it maybe it felt like it only took you a year to go there and back, you come back, everyone you know and love is dead and gone. It, it'd be that much time? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. They created a planet that was pretty... Wait a minute. They created for, a... I was, for Interstellar. In Interstellar, the movie. Oh, okay. That was close orbiting a black hole. Okay. And when they went there, they had done all of the... They had gotten... They had physicists as a, like people who would, uh, what's the word? Uh, mm. If you're just helping out because you're the, you know more about what they're talking about. You're a consultant. Consultant. That's the word <laughs> I was looking for. They had physicists who were consultants <clears throat> on there. Okay. And they were like, all right, well, we could create this planet that's surrounded by this, orbiting this black hole. And you do the math and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, on this planet, according to the laws of relativity, every minute on earth on this planet would be 10 years past on earth oh, or a wow. year past or something so by the time he got back that's why his daughter was so old oh yes i don't remember if you said you watched it or not no i don't Whoops. think <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert her daughter his daughter was like 80 80 yeah she was on her deathbed by the time he got back what mm -hmm. and he was what in his 40s something like that 
And he left her when she was like a preteen. You know what that reminds me of, though? Hmm. Are you sure it's Matthew McConaughey and not Tom Cruise? No. Was it Matthew McConaughey? Maybe I did see it. Was there... No. There was one movie that I saw where there was like this... What was it? It was almost like a a wrinkle in space. A wrinkle in time? No, it's not a wrinkle in time. Oh, what was the name of that movie? But I thought it was a Tom Cruise movie where he had a daughter as well. And his daughter, she knew about like this wrinkle or something. And like he was seeing her. Like behind a wall or something? Was that Interstellar? Oh, was he floating? Yeah. Yeah, that was the end of Interstellar. He had oh, gone into the fourth dimension. So, oh, that's what it is. Okay. He'd gone into, and so see, I did see it then. Yeah. Oh. And that's the, so, you know, with, we live in a third dimension. Well, we live in three dimensions up, down, left, right, forward. Forward, yeah, forward and backwards. One, one right. two, three. Right. But there is also, I mean, technically another direction that we kind of don't really have a choice. So it's like half a dimension almost, and that's time. We are forced forward through time. Right. We can't go back. All of our other dimensions, I can go up and down. I can go left and right. I can go back and forth. That's what I remember from that movie. But I have no choice but to go forward in time. So a lot of physicists theorize that the fourth dimension would be time. So if you could go into the fourth dimension then you'd be able to move fr- just as freely about in time as we do in all of the rest of the dimensions that we have full reign in right now. There's not going to be a test on this tomorrow, is there? <laughs> <laughs> and the math says, suggests that there are at least 11. 11 what? Dimensions. What? I know. How is that even possible? What would they be? Exactly. How could they determine that? I don't know. But. Sounds like a topic for another time. Yeah, that sounds like something I'm going to have to delve more into. I trust them. They put their time into it. <clears throat> and they've got their reasons. But... but but here's the thing. Are you sure that they're being honest? Or is it just what they want us to think? Why would they want us to think that? I don't know. Then I have no reason to think that. <laughs> That's me being the skeptical one. <laughs> As long as you can give me something that meshes, if you can, I don't know. I don't, I don't if know you that can this meshes me, well with my brain. Well, hmm. That's a lot to take in. It's pretty crazy. I don't even think I did that good of a job of explaining it, to be honest. No, but I love how you are able to put it into layman's terms. I guess so. Yeah. So that my simple mind... Wow, rude. <laughs> That's not rude. I'm the one that butchered the explanations, okay? <laughs> you didn't butcher anything. <laughs> well, thanks for teaching me something new today. You're welcome. <clears throat> as long as we don't have a test on this tomorrow, I might be able to sleep tonight. You're the teacher, not me. No, that is true. So as long as you don't have a test for me, I'll be all right. No. But see, this is where our roles are reversed. You are the teacher and I am the student. It sounds like you're advocating for a test. No, I'm not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
I hope you guys enjoyed this. I sure hope so. So are we going to do this again? Sure. As long as everybody doesn't tell me to shut up. I'm not telling you to shut up. Okay, cool. Then yeah, I'm and, coming back. All right, cool. So I think that we're going to do this every couple of weeks. Sure. That way there's enough material out there. Hopefully. Hopefully. Plus it's got to give you some time to get your information together. Right. Right? I'm going to have notes next time for sure. Yeah, and I think that by that time, my headache should be gone. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I hope you guys had a great time. This is... Christopher. And Marie, or mom. Or mom. Or son. That's me. That's right, your son. Although I've never called you son. Mm. Just stick with Christopher. Um, Yeah, you're Christopher. Okay. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for teaching me something new today. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right. Until next time. Hopefully, because, you know, time is relative. So who knows? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs)